The Redneck Tech Podcast is brought to you by MikesArchery.com. They're a one-stop shop for virtually everything archery, bow hunting, and for your next outdoor adventure. Mike's Archery has been at the top of the archery game for over 50 years, and they want to give listeners of the Redneck Tech Podcast 10% off their entire online store using the code REDNECK10, all one word. Just put the code in before you check out, and your boys will hook you up. The guys at Mike's have always been good to us, and now they can be good to you too. Visit mikesarchery.com and get your gear now. Right here, right here, right here. Yeah. You want him? Yeah. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode. Hold on. What was yesterday? One thirty or one? Was I don't it know what yesterday was. <laughs> yesterday, dude. Never, heard, never heard of yesterday. It's ten twenty at night. We are going on. This is our third night of hanging out with these fools that have been hanging out with us at the office. We've been having a freaking blast. Hold on. I got to. They go just to, won't let us go home. They well. Honestly, we've been having a good time. I'm trying to figure out. Except what, for Clay. He, yeah. He well, except it. for Clay. Yeah. He Clay left. Handle. He couldn't hang. We're. I'm gonna try and. Okay, I'm, no, I'm not. I'm actually going to hammer Clay for leaving. But um, so it's it's one thirty. It's one thirty. No hang. This is episode one thirty one. We did one thirty yesterday. So we're probably not. One thirty one's a nice number. It is a nice number. Nice. Thirty one's yeah. my favorite number. So thirty one. Thirty one. It's actually Why? part of his password. I don't know. I shouldn't tell that on. on <laughs> <laughs> don't tell. So it's a secret. So the other two voices that you're hearing. Are the Mike's Archer? It's yeah, boys. Yeah, boys. Yeah, boys. Here we are in the flesh. <laughs> in the flesh. So I uh, want you guys to do your own intros and introduce yourself to the podcast. So Brian, we're going to start with you. All right, I am Brian Dickens from Mike's Archery. The I don't know what I am. I'm, I'm the manager slash owner slash jack of all trades. There, janitor, trash to janitor. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 Diddy's the janitor. That's true. <laughs> Diddy's the janitor, so I am not the janitor. <laughs> All right, so that's Brian and Travis. I am Travis Kleiber. Uh, work at Mike's Archery, also edit for Spur Brand, and I am Amazon Rain Chicken. Amazon Rain Chicken. So Kleiber? You, Travis Kleiber. So yeah. I've been pronouncing your last name that's wrong. That's exactly what I said yesterday. My said. entire life. Yeah. I thought it was Kleiber. I thought yeah. it was Kleiber, too. It's Kleiber. like with a Y. Cly. Kleiber. I, I, I thought it was How Kleiber. How many times have you heard me say your last name and not... Punch I mean, me in the face for doing it wrong. Yeah, it happens all the time, so I, I'm just used to it. Well, see, just, I, I thought it was Claber. Mm-hmm. Didn't yeah. know it was Claber. I was hoping it was Clabber. Like Clabber, like Clabber Girl, like the. No, like milk clabbered. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like clabbered. Like what? <laughs> you never heard the, the term like, yeah, that milk is clabbered, man. You don't want to drink that milk. <laughs> not once ever. Oh. Well, there's like a powdered milk okay. called clabber girl. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. So I ma- think it was powdered milk. So maybe that's where that term came from? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I've never. Yeah, it's clabber, just so you know. So clabber. I met you. I met Travis. I'm pointing at Travis for those of you that don't see me pointing. <laughs> I met you, when was this? This would have been what, I'm trying 15? to think. 14? Had, it had to be. Uh, the very first Oneida party at ATA, which it was. It was the year that he bought Oneida, wasn't it? Was, it was, yeah. So yeah. it was whatever yeah, the year been. he bought Oneida. So it was like, yeah. it had to been 13, 14. Yeah. It's when JP be. bought Oneida yep. and he had the party. And I feel like we had like talked on social and stuff before that. But that's when you were still uh and your your other job as a nurse, right? Right. Yep. Still a nurse. Still an LPN license, but I just don't 
do anything with it. Okay. I mean, I keep it up, but, and but that's I'm what, technically employed, but yeah. I don't ever go on call or anything just so because. That's when you were doing that when I first met you. Yep. And you were just kind of doing some video stuff and kind of getting into it and that kind of thing back in the day, right? right. So I've, I've always, I mean, since I was little, my dad's always taken a camera with us in the woods and stuff. So I kind of just, you know, adopted that and. I've always been interested in it, but like back then it was like, I'm just playing with it and I've got mm-hmm. tapes and tapes and tapes yeah. that just sit in a drawer and you never do anything with. Cause yeah. back then it wasn't like YouTube or anything like that. So, and I had no idea what I was doing editing or anything. So yeah. But back like when we met, I, I think we I, were on YouTube. I, I then. sent you to that party. Yeah. 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 You couldn't yeah, cause, go. Cause it was my, it was my Oneida tickets. Cause oh, I had, nice. I had two, I had two events I had to go to that night. Yeah. And I think the other one was with bear. With bear. Yeah. And I said, you know what? Here, yep. Go go to the Oneida party. Get my award. <laughs> yeah, because we were dealer of the year that year. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. Well, he was. That was before I was there. <laughs> yeah, he didn't work for me at the time, but he right. was there just yeah hanging out with us. Well, see, that, and that kind of segues me right into what I was going to say. You know, and we'll come back to the party. But Brian, you've been you're an OG in the industry. Like you've been doing this my whole life. Way, about to say way longer than me. Yeah, my entire you know. Life. So and you've obviously been a part of Mike's Archer your entire life. Yes. So. Like, we were even talking about doing, like, the old school cutaways where you change hats 47 times, and you're like, you know, you and your dad used to have to do that and stuff. <laughs> did, did that a lot. <laughs> oh, dude, like the old NASCAR style, the real tree style of, you know, mm-hmm. making videos. Oh, I mean, like, I've, I've been through it all. I, I mean, was about to say, tell, you, you got, you know, some good stories from back in the day of, you know, doing some stuff like that back I, in the, the, probably, the glory days. Sadly enough, I probably have videos that speak for somebody twice my age and just knowledge of the industry that's yeah. for somebody twice my age because – my, we've been in business fifty years. Yeah. Which so we started in seventy one, which and, obviously and I was in not the there. archery in the hunting industry in the hunting industry period, but then in the archery section of the hunting industry, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Right. So I mean dad and mom got married that year and started Mike's archery. And I came along in like seventy eight. So Yeah, the honeymoon picture is my, yeah, with my, the- <laughs> we used it on the, yeah, we used it on one of our flashback Fridays for our fiftieth anniversary this year. My mom and dad went on a turkey hunt for their for their honeymoon. He went to Tennessee and they stayed in a hotel. Dad went and killed a turkey with his bow, brings it back to the hotel, skins it on a, like a metal desk in the hotel room, and mounts it on the front porch outside the hotel. He brought like Excelsior bail and wound it up because Dad did taxidermy back in the day too. So he literally, on his honeymoon, killed a turkey. Mom says it looked like you slaughtered something in the hotel so room. So Chuck Belmore style, you know, yeah, so but, literally but skins, to the next level. Yeah, he skins this turkey in, and then mounts it in the hotel room you know what, on their honeymoon. But you know what that tells me? It tells me everything I need to know about your parents. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, my mother is a saint. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, and, and the greatest woman on the planet. I was about to say, like, <laughs> you know those are some awesome folks. Like, not only did he kill a turkey, he cleaned it on his, uh, killed it on his honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Cleaned it, and his wife's like, "Get after it, honey." <laughs> you know, that's that's all you need to know about a, about a yep. couple. And like, that's... and for those of you listening that are thinking about getting married, this this should be advice to you. Like, <laughs> if you can't find that, then you don't need it. Right? Exactly. Hey, look, my, got... my dad told her straight up, "I hunt. This is what I do. Like, just know that I'm going to go hunting. I'm going to be in the woods." And I told my wife, "I've only been married almost three years." But she knew straight mm-hmm. up. Like mine some was of the our, same way. Some of our yep. first trips were like, "Well, see, we're going hunting." I told mine that. She didn't believe me. You're a little more intense though. Like I'm still home. Yeah, well, like most of the time. True. <laughs> so, Ryan, are you listening? As the the only single guy at the table, are you listening to this? Yeah. So I've actually gathered a few things. <laughs> 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 so Mark Groupie. Yeah. He uh, his his second marriage 
they, instead of getting it catered, he and his now wife, Michelle, went and hunted their ranch for uh, a hog, killed it, and then uh, served everybody that hog at the wedding. Were they aware of this? Everybody, everybody at the wedding? Yeah. I assume so. No. Well, um, I just know people will like, some people are fine. Uh, yeah, but just you, do that and not tell people. Mark would. Be Mark would. Oh, 100%. That's yeah. why I'm asking. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I assume people knew. Um, if not, hey, even the better. Even better, yeah. Um, so I think that's definitely something I'd like to incorporate. Um, obviously, I can't do this next thing because I'm just, I'm not this cool, but I mean. Well, you did um, get a Tinder match while I was on your live feed on your phone earlier, so. No, I didn't. I, I got a message. I got a message. I saw from, Caleb swipe right for you. Oh, 100%. <laughs> oh, he, we, yeah, we, he had some messages pop up on his phone the other day that he, I wanted to reply to him for, and he wouldn't let me. <laughs> I was like, you want me to close the deal? He's like, absolutely not. You nope. have nothing to lose. Nope. I'm like, why nope. not? I was like, I, I mean, it's going to go one way or the other. There's a 50-50 shot I mean, he's here. just trying to take care of you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'll take care of myself. Yeah. Take, <laughs> take care but, of you. Like, my, you're on my own young and just my own little, <laughs> own little, little fella. All right, but look, the Mark Stevens, yeah. his second wedding, yeah. how he entered his second wedding. Have you heard that story? No, uh-uh. Really? No, I haven't heard it. All right, I'm, I'm not the best uh, <laughs> oral storyteller as say, Caleb is. This but is the Redneck Tech Podcast Outdoor Content Creation. We're talking about how somebody walked into their wedding, but this has got this is going to be good. If we all went there, I mean, it's a rabbit yeah. hole. It's yeah. great. That's good. Okay. We're good with it. Okay, so we got Mark Steve. Somehow Ryer's is... giving oral over there. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I don't know how we got there, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. But here we are. You know, <laughs> could be worse. <laughs> Um, How? could be worse. Well, we don't want to talk about that. This, yeah, is, a family, this okay. is a fa- family podcast. Family, family podcast. Okay. Um, so, and I've been told this story, so I have, I didn't see this in person, but Mark Stevens, Brian Stevens, our client for Spy Point, his his brother, certified BA dude, certified BA, right? He's he's ex special forces. Um, I'm pretty sure he's the special forces that don't technically exist. He's seen some things. And he's done seen some things. He has. And so, you know, his second marriage, he decided he was going to do it his way. Good for him. And they do it in the Keys because that crew guys loves the Keys. And uh, basically what he did was he arranged to jump out of a plane in a dry suit into the water where um, Captain Robert, the guy who we always go down there uh, mm-hmm. to fish with, had to bowfish with, picked him up in the water in his Freeman. Um, in the Freeman, he took off the dry suit and got on the bow of the Freeman where Robert then ran it up onto the shore of the beach where there was a butler waiting with a martini. And Mark steps off, of, as soon as it gets onto the sand, steps off the boat, grabs the martini. He's now in a tuxedo, walks to meet his bride at the altar. Like James Mike Bond stuff. Yeah, that is Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I'm re- and after really after am, hearing this, I'm rethinking I go, all my decisions in my life now. Right, and the disappointing thing for you, like you may have some regret, <laughs> right? <laughs> you may be able to look back and think, "Man, I wish I would have done that," but you didn't have the knowledge that that was a possibility at the time. I would have never thought. Me of that. now, I'm 26. I haven't been married yet. I could do that. But I can't. Yeah. You can't. You I know it. in my head that it can be done. Mm-hmm. You lack the skills. I can't be the one to do it. Yeah. And that's heartbreaking. Yeah. 
And I have to live with that now. Yeah. So So now he just he he emasculated every other man. Yeah, you can't top that. On, he already oh. did by existing. Yeah. Like I saw this man in the water with a shark. He he had a fish on the end of, of his spear fishing gun, right? Mm-hmm. And uh there's a shark trying to get it. Any other person would be like, here, shark, have the fish. I don't need that fish that bad. I want to live. Not Mark. That's my fish. I'm bringing it onto the boat. I don't care. <laughs> he just sat in the water and looked at the shark. The sharks, I have drone footage of this. He's just looking. He's just looking at the shark being like, do it. <laughs> Come on. I, I dare you. Yeah. I dare you. So, okay. like, so, so you, do the, you do the hog at the wedding, right? Yeah. Then that's how you enter the wedding. And then you go on a honeymoon mm-hmm. where you kill and another animal turkey. and mount it. You could step off a boat, kill something, <laughs> and then have it being prepared to eat for your meal during your wedding. Yeah, you kill it just, in front of everybody. Just a thought. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, just a thought. Yeah. Just like Tim Wells. Would, it, would it be a wild animal or would it be something that you had picked for sacrifice? It doesn't matter. <laughs> like I a mean, lamb. Do you just, do you just, yeah. do you step off the boat and just, yeah, with a knife no, or like, it. you just pull spear. Tim Wells yeah, and you pull just, Tim Wells and run over a spear that thing. I think it would be so much more metal if you just strangle no, it. I mean, <laughs> like, you want to imagine the people at the wedding party? Yeah, but how much better to assert your dominance on literally anything? Then going through that entire sequence, stepping up for no reason, yeah. murdering an animal with your hands, <laughs> marrying a woman, right? And then everybody knows what happens yeah. that evening. I mean, you might as well consummate it right there in front well, of them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you might as well. well. We, have, we have been down like, some side terri- streets That before, is a terrible trail. But this one might Yeah, but you haven't had us on, like, for real. No. Like, we were in a group setting. Yeah. But you really haven't had us to yeah. where we can just, you know, oh, man. be us. Well, like, we're, I'm like, <laughs> please, for the, love, for the love of God, if anybody can feasibly make that happen, <laughs> Caleb and I I'm will there. go back on our word and film the wedding for free. I'm there. I'll go. For free. I'm going. Yeah, I'm I want to go to that wedding. Yeah, okay. I need an invite. That, but. And y'all have heard my stance if, on weddings. I'm not a fan. No. If, if you don't kill that animal. We're charging full price. 100%. (laughs) Absolutely. If everything does not happen exactly how we laid it out, or better, we'll allow better. Yeah, if you don't send that thing to the spirit world right there in front of everybody. You're getting a full invoice. (laughs) Yeah. And we're going to hit you hard. (laughs) Your boys are going to take care of you. Wow. (laughs) Your boys. Your boys are going to take care of you in the most James Bond way possible. I just want to point out this all started with him telling the story. Of his let's, parents. Let's backtrack for a minute. And then, and then we got down this. Yeah, okay. okay so yeah. I'm going to try and bring this back. Reel it back I in. Can. Just, I, can, I can reel this back around for you. Okay. So, so there's a lot of years. There's a lot of history there. Yeah. My dad hunted with Fred Bear. Yeah. I mean, we've been in business a long time doing a lot of stuff. I've seen it all. Yeah. I've seen a lot of folks come and go. Seen a lot of the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good, the bad, and the ugly. I mean, from distributors to to major dealers to TV personalities, companies, companies. Mm-hmm. You know, I've just grown up. You know, my some first good, some good products, some really, really bad, bad products. Ones. We've <laughs> sold them all. Um, you know, and then to watch the evolution of it. Yeah. Over my forty three years. Well, so what? Am can, I allowed can, to ask what? And you can say no to answering this. <laughs> what? 
What's the worst product ever to hit the market in your experience? Oh, wow. Uh, the Hunter Specialty um, Acorn Cruncher. <laughs> that was what? a thing? What? <laughs> I mean, I feel like it ranks up there with the Conquest Scrape Maker. Oh, which is still yeah. on the market. Which is still on there. <laughs> but Sorry, Conquest. Do, do, people, yeah. do people buy that? What is that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, God, yes. Okay, explain to me these products. Okay, so the, I, I, that, to me, that tells me I can make it. Like, yeah. I can do I can make it, dude. I we can, can do, do this. Product. Yeah, we can, we we can, can do, do this. this. <laughs> this goes back a handful of years. Okay. <laughs> Probably 10-ish, maybe 15. I'd have to look it up. I, but anyway, so, so Hunter Specialty made what was called the Acorn Cruncher, and it was basically... <laughs> <laughs> it looked, looked like an oversized acorn. I wish this was live. <laughs> I do too. I really do now. And I just kicked it. <laughs> <laughs> it was... What? No. I don't even know what's happening. I don't Dude. either. <laughs> so as a piece of plastic looked like an oversized acorn. had a spring in the middle and, and little plastic teeth on it. And you would push it together, and it was supposed to mimic the sound of a deer crunching on acorns. <laughs> oh, on I thought it was supposed to actually crush acorns. <laughs> no, no, it was a call. It was a. It was a call. That it so much worse. Yeah, so worse. So worse. So you were supposed to take this thing, and if you had deer underneath you that got nervous. You could squeeze this call, make it sound like deer were feeding on acorns. Can you imagine in walking tree. in this meeting? You're like, guys, listen, we, this is this is the this is the deal, right? I freaking here. Here's what's got, sad it. Is I got I it. sold I got some. It. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I sold some. Can, can you believe, guy? And like, the name and the name didn't throw any flags. They were like, if you, you know, what we call if, this if you the acorn one of these. crusher, and nobody's <laughs> like, yeah, hey, man, I, that has a connotation <laughs> of. Crushing, <laughs> acorns, you know, acorns. acorns. <laughs> Maybe things that aren't acorns. <laughs> they're like, no, nobody will think that. Nobody yeah, will think that. that is, no. Here's my thing: if you bought one of these, please God, email us. <laughs> I want. If you still have it, yeah. I want. I, I want, want it for my trinket picture. shelf. I need oh, one for yeah. the product wall I, at the shop just to go look. See that? that right there. I, that's what we I was, sold some of those. I want to buy one to put it in a glass case in my office and be yeah, like, because there be, weren't a lot of them. Because so, when like people walk in my office, I want to be like. Guess what that is? <laughs> you ain't gonna believe this. I want I, I paid good money for that thing. Like twelve ninety nine. Yeah, I'm thinking it was like twelve ninety nine, fourteen ninety nine. I would to mimic the sound. I oh would love God. to have that on a keychain. Because <laughs> people already think I'm really dumb, right? <laughs> and so somebody would believe that I would think this, right? So I have it on the keychain. Show up on a hunt with like Greg, right? Oh my god! <laughs> and just it gets real bored. <laughs> just start crunching it, <laughs> right? And just wait for him to notice and be like, "What is that?" I go, dude, you ain't gonna believe this. <laughs> this thing is the net. This is it. Like, look, there's no jammer. Yeah. There's the acorn crusher. <laughs> it's the next. It's dude. Hey. It's the next best thing. Hey, player, sit still. They're coming. <laughs> hey. Hey. You better. Yeah, you better get that bow off the holder right now. You might want to hook into your D loop. Okay, hey, it's you, gonna happen. If you want to see some of the most amazing things, work a hunter specialty booth with Alex Rutledge, it, buddy. If you, dude, I've heard some freaking bangers about Alex. That Rutledge, that man. dude can sell snow to an Eskimo. I oh, watched yeah. this man sell acorn crunchers. <laughs> so you know, Which is essentially so the same you, thing as so you, an Eskimo. So you knew you knew Pender and Lovey back in the Hunter Specialty days and all oh. that with Rutledge. Oh yeah, dude, that's so dang. That is crazy. 
Oh, man. Yeah, this I mean, podcast has not were anywhere close to where I thought it was going to go, but, but it's so it's much but better. So much better. <laughs> so much better. <laughs> so much better. So I, mean, I got like, stories you know, beyond stories. Oh, I bet. <laughs> you know when you watch those podcasts with the comedians and they're just laughing oh, at Bert, their own jokes? Bert That's going to be us. Now. That's <laughs> <gonna> be <laughs> and everybody listening is going to be like, I can't stand this. They're not even funny. <laughs> Like I'm wheezing over here. Yeah. You, I, I think Travis is gonna pass uh, out in a minute. Oh, my wife's gonna listen to it and be like, "Yep, that's that's you. That's your laugh. Yeah, straight up. Right I know there. how you are." Man, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to get it together again. Okay, yeah. So yeah, good old Brandon. So, I've known Brandon a long time. That's awesome. Like, I, I want to get him. He's on filmed here. some stuff at the house back with uh, Craig Morgan. And stuff oh yeah, when they, they came and hunted. That's Dude, you I, sent me the video of Craig on the stage yeah. with the. Yeah, Mike's you couldn't believe shirt. it. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. sent awesome. we sent Mike's archery shirt at his Columbus awesome. concert here like last month. That's so cool. And he go, he comes out and one of our friends throws a T-shirt up to him. And I guess he like looks at, it, sees what it is. He goes backstage, changes shirts, and comes back out singing, even better. You know, singing with that on. That's even better. So okay, okay, let's take a breath. So <laughs> now that now that Travis is so far gone, even breathing is funny. <laughs> okay, dang banquets. Yeah, yeah. So, so Travis, you now work for Mike's Archery. Yes, sir. And you guys create a lot of content together. This is your second year coming to class. We're still at the class, by the way. Anybody's listening, we're still at the class, and we're obviously having a really good time. So you guys What's now great, we have dudes editing right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're up here. We're up here a hundred percent screwing off. <laughs> yeah, but see, like like Bo, Bo we're just came screwing, up here. We're creating content for we Redneck are. Tech yeah. right here. Amen. Presented by Mike's Archery. <laughs> Presented by Mike's Archery. Amen. <laughs> Code and Redneck Ten, Redneck Ten. But Bo, Bo came up those stairs. I thought he had left. We have, we have three guys up here right now, and they've been filming behind the scenes so they can blackmail us with this later. Yeah. Um, and Bo came up the stairs, and I thought he had left. And I mime to him like, "What? You, where you been?" I thought I was going to get a good answer, something, yeah. some kind of bull crap that he's been up to. And he motions to me keyboard. Apparently, we might have four guys still editing they, down there. There are. Still editing. There's four Just, of them. We can't hardly tear them away today. No. The only one that's left is Clay. So last year. Well, he went home. Well, last, yeah, year, was last year, it was you guys. I mean, y'all burnt the midnight oil. Oh, yeah. Y'all came back this year. Apparently, just to screw off with us. <laughs> That's exactly why we came back. <laughs> and, and, we're, and we're hanging out, having a good time. But, like, I, and I, I don't want to get to, like, what you guys liked or didn't like or what about, about the class yet because I want to get into – now that you guys work together and you guys create content together, obviously it's for Mike Archer, it's for products, it's for right. different things. What content do you guys normally consume and in the hunting industry and then outside? And then kind of where are you finding inspiration or the things that you're looking at to try and get what you're doing to be better? Like kind of where is your, your brain, your mind, your heart when you're watching content? I feel like, oh, wow. I mean, I watch a lot of YouTube stuff. We don't even have cable. Like, we got rid of TV and all that stuff. So, it's like, yeah, obviously, Mossy would go because I added on that platform. Mm -hmm. And then YouTube mainly. I mean, other than Netflix, outside of the hunting world, you what know. What kind of stuff do you watch on, uh, yeah. on well, YouTube? Disney Plus because of the kids. Oh, yeah. 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 A lot of you Disney little, Plus. You What's your little. favorite Pixar movie? <laughs> I'm Toy Story 4. Oh, you are a 4 guy? I'm a 4 guy. I like 3. You like 3? I was a solid 3. Three solid. Are you, are you seriously? No, no, no. Y'all you, know how I feel about Disney movies. Okay, just making sure. Here. My favorite, Cars. Cars is good. Yeah, cars is cars good. Is good. I'll give you Cars. No crap. Good. I, I got to go to Disney World when I was a uh, senior in high school. 
the only the only thing I cared about was meeting Mater. Not even a lie. I was <laughs> I was tickled pink to meet Mater in the flesh. I got a picture of it. I got plaid shorts on. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> you can find it on my Facebook, but I was excited to meet Mater. What hey, what's your favorite? Pixar movie. Uh, <laughs> we have totally I, went off the I rails. Don't know. I, I'm terrible okay. with movies. I I like never watch movies. And then, and then you got to separate that from Disney to Pixar. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah like mm. I don't pay any attention to that stuff. I mean, all I oh, two I, was terrible though. Toy Story two was. Uh, you're a three guy. I like to three. Remember which one was two? Two was. Um, Isn't that Andy goes to college? Two. No, I thought it was that's no, three. Three's yeah. Three's Andy goes to college. Two's where they have the prospector. <laughs> And oh, Jesse, okay. yeah. that's where they introduced Woody's Roundup. Toy Story 2 is bad. Yeah. Wow, we are there's way only, down it. There's only one sequel to me that the second is better than the first. Can you name it? I don't – there's no context Rush there. Hour, Rush Hour 2. Rush Hour 2 was better than Rush Hour 1. Rush Hour 3, not so good. Rush Hour – ooh. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could go with you there. I, but to me, it's not as as, as – and JG just said Bad Boys. So he thinks Bad Boys 2 is better than Bad Boys. I will give you that. But to me, the Rush Hour 2 was so much better than Rush Hour 1. Anyway. You know what I think is the most solid trilogy of all time, though? Star I think. Wars. Um, okay. That the original. Might be, I honestly, Lord of the Rings. Indian Lord Jones. of the Rings is solid. I'm going to say the Oceans. Oceans 11, 12, and 13. That, that was good. Uh, I, I did. I mean, those. they I, I, never falter never. in being awesome. And they never falter in being able to throw you off. Which is very hard for a movie of that genre to do three times. True. So I'm gonna I'm that. gonna put them up there in, in great well, trilogy. I'm, I'm just proud you've seen those three movies. To be honest, thank you. You should be proud I've seen those three movies because I'm literally like you're not I'm, a movie guy. I'm not a movie. He's my, a clay. My, my my wife will be like, uh, we're gonna watch this movie. Have you ever seen it? And I'm like, no, nah, never. Seen it. And I mean, like, well, you said he doesn't sleep. He's a freaking workaholic. I am. He is. That's true. I mean, we were in the class yesterday and we we're answering emails back there. He's slaving me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just work all the time. It is. That's what I do. <laughs> I went home yesterday and edited yeah. for Mike's archery. My wife. And then when he the got done editing, thing. I did the back end. Yeah. And released and a video a, last it's night. A, it's at a teamwork midnight. there. It is. Teamwork. But hey, you guys have known each other for a long time. Long time. Nine years. Yeah. Ten nine years. years nine. Like so how is it now? Yeah. Like being. How old's your son? Nine. Nine. So he, yeah. I, I came in the picture right before he did. Yeah. So yeah. how how is it like being buddies and 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 things before that to now working together virtually every day? Like has have things changed? Good, bad. We, we and talk th- less. We talk less. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? No joke. No joke. Yeah. Is it because you know each other more, or is it because you just know your roles and it's do be- your thing? It's or too you busy. Just- it's too busy. Yeah. Really? Like normally, I get off where you know you call your buddy and be like, "Hey, you know what's going on? Or, Guess what happened today?" And now it's like all day long. It's like, "Hey, give me that dude. Go. Have you talked to so? Yeah. yeah. And then the end of the day, it's like. See ya tomorrow. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's see you like, tomorrow. I'm going home. Yeah, <laughs> love you, but I'm going home. Yeah. yeah. It, instead yeah. of like, hey, it's Friday or Saturday. You guys want to go out to eat or something or mm-hmm. hang at the house? It's kind of like, I'll oh, see you on Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, my wife. So like, my wife just got. She just went to the beach for the second time this year, and I'm like, I'm not going to the beach again. Like, I've already done the beach my one time this year. My purgatory, my purgatory is done for the year, and they're going back. And like, I came back from a trip right right when they were leaving, and I got like. Three days at my house with nobody. nobody? Oh. And she calls me on the second day. She's like, so what would you do yesterday? I said, not a single thing. <laughs> I said, I watched TV, movies, and made a frozen pizza and did not move. It was wonderful. <laughs> it's the first time I've done it in like six months. See, but I'm like, I, I'm the kind of person I have to like 
have somebody all the time. Like, I'm just weird like that. Oh, my wife will tell you. So, like, they went to Disney. Mm-hmm. So, we got back from out west, which mm-hmm. you knew we were out west for, like, three weeks. Mm-hmm. Literally get back for a week. Her and the kids and her dad go to Disney for, for seven days. So, it was like, I would get off work, and then in the evenings, I'm like, uh, let's go do something, you know, put yeah. truck cameras out and, like, call their buddies See, and stuff. I need I need <clears throat> every six months-ish to a year, I need, like, two days of just nothing. Like, give me a weekend where we have nothing to do, nowhere to go, and I'm okay if I'm by myself. And, like, my mom called me, apparently, because I'm a four-year-old, and she's like, do you need anything? <laughs> yeah, like you, you were going to starve to death. Want, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I was about to say. Do you want me to cook you dinner? I'm like, Mom, I'm freaking 34 years old. I'll be okay. Like, I know where the store is. If I'm hungry, I know how to make food. Like, I'm, I'm okay. So, you watch YouTube. What do you watch on YouTube? I mean, I watch a mix. I'm not a very good, like... I don't have one certain style. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I know you're not a huge. But if you had to pick one thing to watch, what would it be? I, I know you're not a hunting public guy, but I like watching that. But mm-hmm. then I don't like, I don't care for that for the production value. I yeah. care about the like information? the information. Yeah. But then I, I like. See, I 100% see that. Yeah. But then I'm, a, you know, I, I like to seek one guys, which I'm not ever urban hunting, but mm-hmm. it's, they have a higher production value in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Shout out um, to Thomas. Yep. Um, ah, shit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you're, you're, you're Cut that fine. out. <laughs> 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 you ruined uh, the entire podcast now, Travis. My bad, guys. <laughs> Look, I don't, care. I don't care how old you are. <laughs> Never not be funny. <laughs> You two guys. You two silly gooses. <laughs> that reminds me of the... <laughs> just carry on. Just let me plug myself. Okay. I, I, I like a mix. I okay. mean, I'm, I like the higher production value stuff. I like the information stuff. I, I don't know. I'm And I'm weird. Like, I really like camera stuff. Like, I'm a camera nerd. So, yeah. I like... I'll just go and watch Philip Bloom and Peter McKinnon. And, yeah. And, Potato Jet and do reviews and stuff potato like that. Potato Jet? What's Potato Jet? I haven't seen that one. Kind of, It kind of looks like the kid from Up. Oh, okay. I do hear that. Yeah. Is. Okay. Um, so. Oh, Potato Jet? Yeah, Potato Jet. Yeah, he's really good. He's okay. good. I super, super good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what kind of content are you guys working on for Mike's Archery right now? And what's some stuff that you might want to work on in the future? Or you don't have to tell me, like, if you got some secret sauce going on. But uh, we have I no mean, secret we, sauce. Yeah, there's no secret sauce. Like, okay. the, the, I'm not sure we're making sauce. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, our main thing is is reviews. Like, you know, we, we'll post our hunts and stuff if we don't use them elsewhere on Mossy Oak or whatever for Spur. We'll post them on the channel. But, like, I mean, you can watch in the analytics. Like, if you're not – we can post public we, or we can seek post one. Hunt, nobody wants to see us, right? I mean, they're not searching that. You yeah. know, if you're if you're the hunting public, they're they're searching that. They want to see the next thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like for us, like our subscribers, it's like the reviews. Like when we do new bow reviews, it's new, all about the product. It's all about the product. Okay, so I want to ask you about that. So you guys do a lot of reviews. It pushes a lot of traffic. It does well for you guys in analytics. So have you figured out on the formula side? Like, okay this length of video or this pace of video? Like, what's some of the things the that's, things that, you found that... That's really, his side of it. That, yeah, I mean, I'll do the, the front end of the editing, the shooting, and all that, and then I, once it's done, I pass it to him and let him handle all of that stuff, like the back yeah, end So, stuff. like, what have you learned, like, when you... I mean, you've done it long enough. Like, what... If you're going to do a review video and you want it to be... What are some of the parameters you want it to live within to be a video that that... Not only gets watched, but 
has that psychology behind it that makes people want to watch it. Eight to 15 minutes. Really? Mm-hmm. That's longer than wow. I thought. Well, eight minutes is like... Eight minutes is a cutoff for monetization. Okay. So that's part of our reasoning. Okay. Well, that makes sense. So, but with that said, information is key yeah. and you got to cover the basics. If we get it done in five and it's pointless to just throw in worthless crap for crap, three more minutes, don't do it. I mean, prime example, the new expedition I just finished up last night and it ended up being six minutes. I yeah, mean... But I'm not going to push it to that eight just so we can get a... I mean, monetization, we dwell on it. You know, it's part of it. But it's more for us. It's pushing traffic back to, to Mike's archery and saying, hey, you can get this. We have it available. Here yeah, it yeah, is. yeah. So if a five-minute video kills it and, you know, it's something basic like the acorn cruncher and we just can't cover anymore, <laughs> <laughs> then, then there it is. And you, know? you guys can see directly that driving people to the website and indirectly tra- – Translating into sales and things like that. Hundred percent, hundred percent, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I, we've looked at like our social media stuff, and um, I, I rarely see social media drive traffic mm-hmm. for sales. Yeah, and I think it's mainly because from the social media side, you're only reaching your specific followers and customers. Yeah, where from a YouTube side, you're reaching. Anybody that's looking for that item. Do you think it, Do you think social media, and I know this is a really hard... It has ma- its place. Oh, I was about to say, that's what, kind of what I was saying. Do you think social media has a value where it's about awareness? Like it keep, is. Keep it, you know, making sure, we, you know, we ping people ever so often that we're here, you know, we're here, and it's like... And hey. I got a great guy that does our... We yeah. don't do our social media. I yeah. don't do my Facebook, mm-hmm. um, and we kind of handle our Instagram, which is why our Instagram is terrible, and nobody <laughs> yeah. does anything with it. Um, we're too busy for that. We're too yeah. busy for that. And yeah. so... I got a guy, uh, well, it's, it's Corey Browsman mm-hmm. at Interlock's out there. Yeah. And so, I, in fact, I was just on, on the show last week. If you get the Sportsman channel, go check that out. And nice. It's my goat hunt from uh, Colorado last year. Shameless where I, plug. Or, yeah, shameless plug. <laughs> goat um, hunt in Colorado anyway. is all you needed to say to me to say, like, I'm out of breath thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, it, we were 13,000 plus. It was it was a it was a butt kicker. But it gets a little thin up there. It gets a lot thin up there. Real thin. But... You know, from that standpoint, he does a great job running that social media. He he understands that Facebook world better mm-hmm. than I do, and I am terrible. I can't bring myself to make posts just to be making. I'm not very good at it either. I'm terrible. So he does a great job for us, and he he has definitely drove our you know our followers on that. Has definitely picked up, and you know, like you said, keeping awareness and keeping yourself in front of people on that social media platform and things is great. Um, but I rarely do I see, oh, man, that turned into somebody calling, go, hey, I just saw this Facebook post. Mm-hmm. Unless. Unless you post something about a tactical reveal <laughs> because there's no one on the planet who has any. Yeah. And that will generate at least 37 phone calls of, no, for God's sakes, we don't have any tactical reveals. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're coming. I don't know when, yeah. but they'll be here at some point. Um, I guess you can call back tomorrow and check again. <laughs> and they will. And they, oh, yeah. I promise. They do, yes. But. You know, so all that, you know, it all works together for sure. So when your dad started Mike's, Mm -hmm. what was the the vision for Mike's? Was it, I mean, obviously, do you think it was a hobby? It was okay. That's kind of what I was getting at. Did he envision envision it being what it is? No. In fact, he envisions like like my failure on a daily basis. (laughs) (laughs) 
true story. Very true. He's like, Brian, you still in business? Good for you, buddy. He walks into the warehouse and goes, why in God's name do we have 3,000 bows in here? Get rid of all this garbage. I need to park cars in here. Yeah. Can we put the tractor over there? No, we cannot put the tractor in the warehouse. That's so funny. We have 1,100 bare crossbows. No. So what do you think think led to to it going from a hobby to obviously not a hobby anymore. Yeah, it stopped being a hobby a long time ago. So, obviously, Dad started it literally as a hobby. He got started in, I think, 60, early early to mid-60s bow hunting. Uh, When he was in high school, his band director actually introduced him to archery. Um, Very cool. Yeah, so his band director introduced him to archery and took him on his very first hunt, even. Uh, They went to Tennessee and shot wild boar. Um and so from there on, he was hooked on archery. And, you know, there wasn't compounds. It was all recurves back mm-hmm. then. And so he, when they got married, uh, they started a little archery shop on, on the back porch of their house and had a little archery range around around the hillside. And guys came to him, and mom fletched and crested arrows on the back porch. And Getting a great lady. Yeah. And so, and mom, and, and that wasn't their only job. Mom was a school teacher for 39 years, and dad worked for several different things, but mainly Armco Steel, AK Steel. And retired from there. So that was not their main source of income through all that. Uh, any mounted deer heads I mentioned, he did taxidermy. So all that happened in about 1980. Uh, it was still in, well, it was still in the basement of the house until uh, two months two ago. Two months ago, yeah. Like, that's the first time we weren't in the basement of my parents' house is June of this year on our 50th wow. anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, <laughs> you know, guys look at that and they go, so you're one of the largest archery wholesalers, dealers in the country and yes, we were in our basement for 50 years. And now we had some warehouses the last 25 or better. Mm-hmm. But like if you would have came, you would have been like, yeah, this isn't what I expected. This is yeah, not what all. you envisioned like, in any way. Shape like y'all do what now? You're the number one beer. Do yeah, what? You'd have walked, <laughs> walked down the steps into my parents' basement and came through the door into a big, long basement full of archery crap on every wall, jam-packed in every way, shape, and form. And you'd have been like, are they going to shoot me before? I mean, I've had multiple customers come in that didn't know us over the years, and they're like, oh, I was afraid to come in here because uh, we just pulled up to some guy's driveway behind his house and walked down the steps into your basement, mm-hmm. and we didn't know what to expect. And, and they're like, but then the guys just walk in there like, you guys got, like, everything. Like, yeah. Mm, yeah, pretty everything. much. Yeah. Like, everything. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. So, what do you think was that key to success? What do you think, you know, grew it in the, you know, from the 80s to... In 1980, Dad was able to secure an Easton distributorship. Mm -hmm. So, he went from being a a retailer, local retailer, to being a wholesale distributor in 1980. Um, Somehow, talked Easton Aluminum into being one of only, I think, 25, 30 distributors in the whole country. So, it was literally at that time in the industry, it would have been the only arrow, arrow you, you could buy. Mm-hmm. And you had to buy it from one of these main distributors. You could, There was no dealer direct. It went through one of the 32 distributors, I think, mm-hmm. which is down now to like less than 10, I'd say. Oh, wow. And we're still one of them. Um, so, when that, when that hit, all of a sudden now he's shipping nationwide to everybody, making connections. Uh, Dad did a lot of hunting. And made a lot of connections over the years. They like said he hunted with Fred Berry, knew Tom Jennings, he knew Jack Zwicky. Uh, you know, mainstays, if you have been in the industry, he knew them. Mm-hmm. Pete Shepley, a PSE. He, when he'll talk about Pete, he's like, I used to buy Pro Fletch from Pete when he made veins in his, in his basement in Illinois. 
And then I'm telling you, I mean, the, 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 these OGs, like, you know, the, the, the Pete's of the world, like I, I met Randy Elmer this last weekend, I know which Randy. was really cool. Yeah. I've known Randy yeah. I years. mean, that was super cool for me. Like, mm-hmm. but I mean, these, these 20 somethings running around, they don't hear the Randy Elmer. Right. Is. Uh, no. Yeah. You mentioned Randy Elmer and they go, Randy who? who? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, he walked understand. up and he, you know, was talking to Dudley. I'm like, freaking, I didn't know Elmer was going to be here, you know? And it, and it, it was really cool for me to get to meet him, you know, because I mean, I've watched him, looked at filled and stream magazines of him with, God, freaking yeah, mule deer, mule deer yeah. that wouldn't fit on this table, you exactly. know. So, and, I mean, it was super cool to me, you know, these guys that that paved the way for uh, honestly us to be sitting here, yeah. You know, exactly. and dad was one of those guys, yeah. I mean, he was back there. Well, I mean, I've he, talked he, to he you was about killing white tail, he's killing giant white tail, is what mm-hmm. he was known for. Mm-hmm. Well, not only that, he had the foresight to, like, I've talked to you about it before, like, he took a camera out back in. Whenever seventies, the seventies, he was mm-hmm. filming stuff in the seventies. Yeah, mm-hmm. on, and and we have some of that footage now. Oh, so and cool. I mean, it's that's just who was we did doing a show. That back yeah, we did then. a show. You know what I mean? Interlock because Dad drew a mountain lion tag in Utah four or five years ago, mm-hmm. probably. Yep. And so we pulled the footage out of the basement in the corner somewhere, and it's on high eight reel. Oh wow! So we pulled that out and pr- got the projector working, projected it onto the screen, filmed it into digital off of that screen. <laughs> Yeah, sent it we to just Corey. filmed it off the wall one filmed night. Filmed it off the wall one night because there's no audio. Yeah, and so we sent it to Corey, and it looks like crap anyway. So and what's yeah, the matter? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not like you're going to get high def here. Yeah, um, and so he mashed that footage together and made a made a show out of it of Dad killing this cat on film with dogs in, in the seventy. I think I don't know. It was like four. It ended up being like thirty look. some years apart or forty years apart. It was forty it was, years apart. It was forty years apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then That's he, super cool. then kill and the yeah, and he like mirrors the image and it's almost it's funny for me to watch dad. It's like you can watch that nineteen seventies video and you see dad shoot this cat and turn around to the camera and he, and he does the exact same thing forty years later. He shoots this cat and drills him, he falls out of the tree, he turns around to the camera, walks away. I mean you could mirror image it. 40 years later. That's, that's sweet. crazy. That's one of the, as a, as just a person who really enjoys editing, it's, I've always wanted to be able to work with and have a story where you can heavily utilize some kind of old Ar- footage archival, like that. Archival ar- footage. I love it. And there's so many cool ways to do it. He's got a bear from Colorado that was like a year later on, on video in the 70s too that we, we moved over to digital. It's never been probably seen by anybody but outside of my family and maybe that's, and that's me. awesome. <laughs> but the, yeah, but, outside but, of the family. But the cool thing is you have it and he still has it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the thing with video. It's like it as long as you do a good job of keeping up with it, you got it forever. Yeah. Um and 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 it's kinda like wine. It gets better with age, yeah. in my yeah. opinion. And, you know? and I think that's I mean that's a huge part of the success is definitely dead Dad walks in every day and says, "I paved the way for you." <laughs> every day, in, like I don't, out paving for the you. The three little words he always you, says is, "You need me," <laughs> which have really turned around. He really needs us because he, he's like, I can't, <laughs> I "I've got can't two broken it. wrists. <laughs> Can you get that for me? <laughs> Can you pick that up and carry it out to the car?" <laughs> but anyway, I mean, through all those years, I mean, he was, you know, working his butt off, had the foresight to do those things. I mean, he worked with guys like Bob McGuire, which you probably don't even know who Bob McGuire is. I don't is. know. So Bob McGuire is probably one of the pioneers of videography in the hunting industry. Very cool. He did some of the very first videos in a hunting industry, period. They were all mostly whitetail stuff. He did some turkey stuff. Our very first catalog is a picture of Dad and one of his buddies filmed by Bob McGuire in their upcoming turkey series video that they were doing in 80, 84, 83, 84. 84. That's super cool. So, you know, he worked with 
It's before Primos, man. That's oh yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Before Mossy Oak, that's before yeah. Realtree even was. Like, yeah, you know, right. Realtree that, even existed. That's oh, what yeah. I'm saying. Like he to was, have the he foresight. Was with, to, you know, he, we're still friends with Jim Kermley. Jimmy yeah. Shirley, I, you know, I see him and talk to him anytime I see him at the show. Um, Dad was selling, you know, tree bark <laughs> from Jim Kermley. Dad got sued by Jim. Nice. Um, it, <laughs> That's a that's a whole other story. <laughs> For bootlegging the tree bark, yeah, but he was bootlegging some tree bark clothing. Uh, he I was, like it. He liked the hustle. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but anyway, uh, you know, over the years, he he inserted himself anywhere he could. He was he's a very good hunter, and I mean, he ended up on the covers of Golden Key catalogs. He mm-hmm. ended up on the packaging of stuff from Golden Key. He was on the white uh, catalog. In fact, yet to, yesterday we posted a picture on Facebook today. Was it today? Yeah. It was, I lost track of today. Today's Saturday, right? Our Facebook page. Yeah. Dad I'm not his, sure what day it is either. His, his Hoyt senior advisory staff jacket from Hoyt, and then he was on the cover of the Hoyt catalog in 80-something, 80 87 or yeah. 88, something yeah. like that. And so, you know, he just got to know the Bill Krenzes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you know who Bill Krenz was. He was, mm-hmm. the, he was the editor of Bowhunter Magazine for several years until he passed away. Okay. Uh, his wife runs Zebra Publishing, uh, which has – I've heard of that. Yeah, so it's all the inside archery. Okay. The yeah, the big publications yeah, for yeah, the yeah. industry. So uh, that was Bill Kranz. He ran all that. And he was the president at Hoyt for a while, and so guys that are long gone. Um, but again, just a lot of connections along the way. A lot of connections along the way. Yes. So how old, mm-hmm. how old is your dad now? Seventy three. Seventy three. That's awesome, man. That's super cool. I'd love. To, I've never met your dad. I'd love to meet him. He yeah. is a character. He is. Oh, well, you get him on this podcast. And uh, it's hard telling what he will he, say. He, it's, uh, He's hard to tell. It, it, it'd be hard telling what he would say. Yes, <laughs> but he can tell you some stories. Those are the best ones. So, um, so what's your favorite content to create? If you had to pick, you know, if you're like, yeah, hand me a camera and point me in one direction. I'm going to go do this. What's the, what's your favorite thing? He's the creator. Yeah. Bottom line, he's. I don't have. Well, he, a cre- but, I don't but, have a creative bone in my. Body. I don't. I don't know that I have a. Like a specific style, like not necessarily a style, but like if I was gonna, you were gonna go film something, like and it was you know, time was not an issue, budget wasn't an issue. What do you want to go shoot? That's a hard question. I mean, it really is. Like, yeah. I mean, I've talked to Ryer about it before. I mean, I know his thing is as the bike, the cycling, and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, I'd be down for that. You know, mm-hmm. I just, you know, I, well, I've sent you all the stuff that I did for my dad and mm-hmm. stuff like that for the grandkids and all that. So, like, that was more of a passion project and. You know, I've always wanted to do the outdoor stuff, but, like, I don't know. I just like to create anything that I get the at that spur. It like, tickles you know your I mean? fancy at the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think that – I don't have, like, a main thing, like, you know, I want to do that. It's like anything – I'm more of an opportunist, or uh, I'm very sporadic. Like, I'm just like, yeah, let's do so it. So I'm going yeah. to ask you another question. I know you're going to love – I mean, you're going to really love this one. Uh-huh. So how is it editing other people's footage? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't say anything. All I did was... It is wonderful. <laughs> that is so much sarcasm. Since <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way. Like It is I the worst thing. I detest editing If any of you guys that are listening or in the room with us right now, editing other people is the worst. Like, yeah. If you... Like, it's I bad enough doing your own stuff. It is. <laughs> Somebody else's. It is. But when you get, you know, you have a deadline of... Wednesday and on Monday you're looking at six clips mm-hmm. to make a show with. It's like, what am I gonna do with? Well, what are we doing here, guys? Yeah, it's like, it's so hard. It's like you, you know you can tell them and you can you can show them show them <laughs> and do everything, but then you get nothing like mm-hmm. the kill. And the kill's not everything, you know. In fact, the kill is 
I mean, yes, it has to be there most of the but time. But does yeah, it? Most, yeah. most I mean, I'm not time. saying it has to be there, but yeah. but at the same time. But you could tell a good story without a kill. I mean, 100%. I don't know how much well, stuff I've my, watched that have if you go not back and had watch, one kill. If you go back and watch my goat show from last week. There's no kill. There's no kill. There's yeah. no shot. There's no shot. I did shoot a goat, and I actually put two arrows in him, and where he went was godforsaken. Yeah. And I went after him hard for two days trying to find him. And back another week looking and, for him. Yeah, I even I came home for a week, went back a week later, hiked back in there um, 20 miles deep and went back to the top of the mountain and went looking for him again. So you don't, you know, stuff happens. It's archery hunting. Yeah. I did not get my goat. I'm yeah. confident my goat is dead. Yeah. Um, but the, vi- the, the show that aired last week has dad's goat hunt on the same hunt from five or eight years ago when he drew the tag and he kills a goat. Very easily he will let you know that he did it in tennis shoes and he fed them Skittles and that was – that was. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but he he'll, definitely he'll did make it in it, tennis shoes. I he he did that. do it in tennis shoes. But, sk- where did the Skittles come from? Uh, he just – he likes to talk. Well, my grandmother <laughs> – my grandmother. No, no, the honest truth is they climbed up to the basin in Chicago Basin and they got he gets up there and there's like eight goats laying on a rock like a couple hundred yards above him. And he literally looks at Corey and goes, Hey, pee on that rock. They love that stuff. They'll come right down here. <laughs> Corey stands up and pees on a rock and they literally get up out of their beds and walk twenty yards of him and he shoots this nanny. Huh. Yeah. I couldn't find a goat to pee in front of. <laughs> <laughs> well, then or to do see, anything else you, in front of for the most where, part. Where's that place that everybody goes up and finds, and they'll just walk up and like, eat out of your hand? Where's that at? Uh, Glacier, probably. Probably, yeah. Okay. I, I was in Glacier a couple years ago. and yeah, I've they, heard Glacier's yeah, pretty amazing. Haven't been there yet. Did y'all go to Glacier? Fence. No, we didn't go to Glacier. See, I, went no, south, we I, went I went south. I want to go to Glacier. Glacier's yeah, awesome. Me too. But you well, did get screwed on your goat hunt. I mean, they did shut the train down between yes, Silverton yeah, and Yeah, I had COVID, so I literally had to pack into everywhere I had to go because I had no train access to the backcountry like he had. He had like a nine-mile hike in. I had a six-hour horse ride. and oh, then, a, then another, horses. And then another. Yeah, favorite? I almost died twice on this hunt. But anyway, but the point was there is no kill for me in that hunt. Mm-hmm. And Corey chose to to – not open that can of worms mm. on the episode of, oh, you shot a goat, you didn't recover it, so you just wounded an animal. Yeah. Which is fine. I was fine with that. If you want to show the shot, I was fine. I'll, I'll take the criticism of it not being, a you know, the perfect shot where they run over 20 yards and die. Yeah. Um, but it's a really good-looking shot on camera. Yeah. <laughs> it does look good. He, he, just, he just went a lot further than he should have, and so be it. I can't can't get there. But yeah. to get back to that, but to get like, back there, you don't have to have a kill. Yeah, but I don't. But you need more than just you know six clips, yeah. like to tell a a decent story. Even you know, but I, even when I started, it was always telling. I was always dealing with other people's stuff. You know, uh, the Amazon Rain Chicken thing was always a group of guys that were friends, and I was getting their stuff and yeah. editing that. But as it evolved, like when you're working with somebody else, it's like man, like. Come on, give me at least something. You yeah. know what I mean? So, Especially if they're expecting an actual production that's going to air. Yeah, somewhere that's, other that's than, different than just other than a YouTube channel or you know Facebook or Instagram stories know. or something like that. Can you but at least put some clips together and show my yeah, kill. Like, put I, some I, effort into it. Like well, even it, if you kill, go back and do the recreates. Take the time. Learn some sequencing. Yeah, like yeah, let's sequence some clips together. Like let's put it's, this story together. Let's be honest, it's not rocket science. It's, it's just lazy. It's lazy. That's yeah. that's what it is. I told him that day in the car. I said my biggest issue for me personally is I'm I I just don't get it. I mean I love to have the product at the end, 
But most of the time, I'm like, do I really want to film this? Mm-hmm. Do I, like, I just want to go hunt. Yeah. And I enjoyed hunting. And yeah. sometimes I, and obviously it's a passion. It's my love. It's what I do every day. But there's also the aspect of, I'm tired of. And it's really hard when you're doing it yourself. Like if, mm-hmm. like yeah, I, I self film a lot, and mm-hmm. he self films a lot. So it's like. That's a lot of work. I mean, it is to get it's your tough. Yeah. Your so do I just want to go have a good time this evening? Mm-hmm. And if we kill something, fantastic. Mm-hmm. And and if you don't, that's okay too. Yeah. But but my I, whole thing is like, you can go and kill it. <laughs> just come back the next day and yeah. recreate. Yeah. Like and we all know that. how that works. And we've that, done that. Just but that takes footage. effort. It does take I, effort. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we all know how that works. Like mm-hmm. you can make anything look good. Like yeah. and look like it happened that day. Oh, some of the things I've snuck by viewers that they'll never know. Oh mm. well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, think, I think again, it 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 goes back to people's um, intentions, right? Mm-hmm. And what people are trying to get out of the industry. Um, I can speak for myself. I probably speak for Caleb. Um, I don't want to sp- speak for you guys. I but, mean, you could probably speak for me too. Um, <laughs> I can honestly say that I'm out there to tell a story. I enjoy the process of filming and editing and storytelling and the art and the craft of everything that goes into video and photo and and telling that story. Um, And so for me, the end product is what brings me pride, what I'm proud of, and, and what I'm working towards. For a lot of guys, they don't necessarily want... Their passion is not the art, it's not the craft, it's not the storytelling. The video and photography is a means to an end, mm-hmm. and that end is is maybe seeing themselves. Maybe their end is trying to get a foot into the industry. Get paid. Get paid by the get sponsors. Get paid. Yep. And, which are all, hey, it look, is what everybody's it is. got it's their own motivations, and I'm not knocking on any of those motivations, it's just... That when mm-hmm. when I think the storytelling is your motivation, you're gonna put a lot of work and a lot of time into that. If your motivation is just, hey, we get what we get. Um, I just like to see the kill, or I just want to see myself, or whatever it is. Just a um, good memory. Well, I think then they may they may not put as much work into that, and so it's just kind of one of those things where everybody's got a little bit different motivations, and and it's hard when you want to tell that story. Mm-hmm. And if it was you, you'd be out there doing this shot and that shot and this shot and taking all that time. But somebody else who's not motivated by the same things that you are, they just, they're not going to do that. I think that's a, a good example. Like we've said it before and it's no offense to Brian or our, our buddy, Chris, like they're killers. Like for me, I love to shoot stuff. I mean, we all love to shoot stuff, but like if I'm going to self film myself, my bow stays on the ground until my camera gear is set up. Mm-hmm. They're a little different. Like, the bows in the tree first. Mm-hmm. Everything's you know I mean? set up, and then we deal with the camera. <laughs> like, yeah. it's but, but yeah, well, Bo yeah. said it earlier. Like, yeah. it, it, that's the that's my passion. Is like, yeah. if I kill it with a camera, if I film you kill a two hundred inch deer, I killed that deer mm-hmm. because oh, I yeah, I you know what I mean. Too. I was that, there, and and I, I'm still fulfilled with yeah. that feeling. And I think that's where people differ. And like you said, some people just want to see themselves, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like. We're all not the same. But here's what's not okay: is guys that want to see themselves, and that's what they truly want. But then but they don't. They the don't. But not, not the effort. But they won't be honest with 
everyone else is like, hey, I just, I honestly just really want to see myself. I right. feel like I'm a great personality. I feel like I do this. It's like, if you truly feel that way, develop it. Then, then develop it right? and be that honest about it. Be honest about the fact that this that's what me, you want to do. My show but if I you want to say, you want to go do this, that, and the other thing, and it's because of X, Y, and Z reason, but what it really is is you just really want to see yourself, that's okay, dude. Like, I, I know those guys. I'm cool with it. But, own it. Yeah, just tell us so Own we can it. work on that. Hey, but you don't have to literally say like I want to see myself. It's like, look, I feel like I have. I'm an egotist. I have. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, it's like, but you 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 come across you can, these. these you can certain, clearly hear our bias as post as, as behind the camera post productions <laughs> individuals. But, but here's my thing: is like I, I and I've said this before. I know three or four guys that I've worked with over the years that just are incredible on camera. They were made to be in front of a camera. And there's few, they're most, few and far between. Most, exactly. Most people are not. Mm-hmm. And, and there's um, 3,000 hunting video shows out oh, there. At least. I mean, and and 2,997 of them shouldn't be there. Yeah. So, <laughs> No offense and, to all you and, guys and, out there. Yeah, and you're not wrong. I'm putting but, myself in that yeah. category. <laughs> and, and, and same here. That's why I'm behind the camera, not in front of it. Right. But it's one of those things to where I also understood early on that, I was not the guy to be in front of the camera. Like I'm, I'm personal. Best to know who who you are, what you are, and, and what you and, do and best. Then, and then once you figure out what that is, be honest with yourself. And if you're the guy that says, you know, you know how many people I've told that have told me that they truly just want to be the host and want to be on camera. One guy told me that, and believe it or not, that's the guy that should not be in front of it. <laughs> um, but, the, but but the thing is, is like, Dang it, I know, Clay. I know, yeah. <laughs> We had to do it. We had to break it to him. We're yeah. like, it's like, yeah. Hey, hey, buddy, look. Here's the deal. Um, you are not the guy for this job. Look, just said it on a technical sense. <laughs> if you ever take your hat off, <laughs> it's just not going to cause work. some exposure okay. issues. Yeah, really, <laughs> viewership's going way down. Way down. And the mustache is just really not selling. It's like, um, <laughs> we've consulted a. Look, we can send you to. We got a marketing firm that really specializes in we did a trying group. to help people, um, you know, refine their image. And we sent them some of your stuff, and it just there was nothing they could do for it's you. Not, yeah. It's not working. So you know, you're just gonna have to learn the back end. Or Clay, this happens when you don't stick around, buddy. Yeah, yeah. love you, Clay. <laughs> not sorry, Mike Sarchery. Use code red ten. Sorry, not sorry, Clay. Uh, but. It, be honest with yourself. Be honest of what you want to do. And if, if you not necessarily want to see yourself, but if you feel like you have value to add in front of the camera, be honest about that and then work on that. And then work with people that can bring out the best in you, you know? Right. Um, I'll, I'll go back to, like, some, some stuff. And probably when I first met Travis and really he started – well, I, I brought him into the fold and let him hang around us some. <laughs> <laughs> I mean – my family, we're pretty tight-knit. We don't – I mean, we, we've been around, we've been doing this, but we don't let too many people get too close, really. Um, but just growing up around that – and this is mostly pre-video days. I mean, I remember as a kid laying on the ground for literally half a day taking pictures of a deer with Dad because – a good, you know, like you guys like to call it a grip and grin, but that's what it was. The eighties, the nineties, the early two thousands. That's even. how you got. That's how you got sponsored. That's dollars. how you got right. there. You yeah. killed some big stuff, yeah. and it better look good. Well, Dad was way ahead of his time on getting the camera angle right, mm-hmm. using the right lenses, mm-hmm. and getting the camera. But 
but that was also back in the days of 35 millimeter film roll it around we take 36 pictures we take four rolls of them and we run down to cvs or, yeah. or revco at the time um and we come back tomorrow and pick them all up and then we go home and we lay them out on the table and go that's garbage that's garbage that's garbage that's garbage that's garbage mm-hmm. all right we went through 150 pictures we're down to these three mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> what do you think yeah and, and i told travis when he first started coming around i was like look i said 99 percent of the people you ever run into will never come to your house they're never going to see your deer mount or your skull mount or whatever it is that you did. And this this plays the same with video. Mm-hmm. So if you are fortunate enough to take a good animal, whatever that definition is for you, a, a quality trophy animal to you, then give it some respect and take the time to get the picture right because nobody's ever going to see that animal but you. And six months from now, nobody cares. But... If you got a good picture, you can at least go, hey, there's the buck I killed last year. Here's mm-hmm. the buck from, you know, 2011. Oh, check, yeah, you know, right. Check that. Here's or like, look picture. at this video. This video is but, awesome. But so, so that rolls right into the video world of if you want to do this and you're willing to take the camera, then let's let's do it right. Yeah. Let's, let's do our best. Let's, yeah. not, let's not get the 30 seconds of the deer coming through the timber and, boom, you shot him under the tree and he runs off. 30 seconds, man. I'd like to have 30 seconds. Okay. Well, 12 seconds of the the deer that showed up before you knew it was there, and he's at the base of your tree, and you pop him at, you know, 15 Mm -hmm. yards, and he runs off, and you get another three seconds of him running through the timber. Yeah. But like you've said before, I (laughs) mean. Let's do it right, and let's put it out there so that it it gives respect to the animal. It gives respect to you. But Caleb said it before, like, people hate on recreates, Mm -hmm. you know. But all of the recreates happened. You're just recreating what they didn't see because you can't the, have twenty seven you know, cameras in right. the tree. But get you it know, but you know what I thought when he said thirty seconds of pre roll. I'm like, I can make that deer come in for fifteen minutes. Fifteen, seconds. every bit of it. I was like, I can make. Is it that in four K? Because we can make all kinds oh, of punch yeah. ins and out. I, I was mean, like, I'll <laughs> shoot cutaways and recreates, and I was like, we can make that sucker take his sweet time. We can build as much anticipation as we want. Or we yeah, he took forever there. to come in. We can get was... in there and kill him quick. I was like, I can do whatever you want. <laughs> It's true. You know, oh, yeah. It's like 30 seconds. This is a gold mine. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but usually all you get yeah. is that 30-second clip. Yeah. There, there's, oh, yeah. There's, there's there's, yeah. If you get nothing else, and yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. That couple quick jump cuts and like, dang, he died quick. Black like, well, that's what you get, dude. <laughs> that's what you gave me. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. That wasn't even a good highlight reel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the shot wasn't even focused. What do you expect? <laughs> Well, guys, um, we've been talking for an hour, and I was going to have you guys on do a, a, the do the the Q and A at the end. I have a better idea that we're going to do after the podcast. Is that okay with you guys? Okay. So we've been talking for an hour. Got you guys on the podcast. That was that's awesome. Fantastic. Probably my favorite one today, to be honest. It's just watching you two idiots laugh. <laughs> it was, it was worth it. So Look, I, I already had an idea for next year for this class. Are we Chuck, invited back? I was about to, hell yeah, come back. Why not? Um, Are we allowed we back? Make it, come make it three on. years in a row? I mean. Well, it sounds like. Well, here, here's the deal, though. Here's what happens. A and these guys. Venue. These guys will. Sorry, I just totally ran over you right there. You're fine. <laughs> um, yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing that happens. Just if you mute, come back. Mute him. <laughs> I'll yell into yours, and you know I will. <laughs> here's the thing that happens. If you come back, 
You got to start teaching a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. We that's did what play. I got. Yeah, that, that's what you know how out of place I felt today? But like, I didn't pull we a camera out at all. We completely flipped the script because yeah. I'm, I'm terrible with the camera. He's never I'm, behind the camera. I'm never. always in front so of the camera. So he's behind the camera today, and I'm like, I I don't know what and to do with my hands. Put Travis in front of the camera. <laughs> he's like, what do you want me to do? Like, I think this is what I should do. Like, normally yeah. he's telling me what to do. I but did it. that help you? Help me? Do you feel like teaching – I helped I you learn like or solidify helps, things. Oh yeah, you. I mean, well, teaching always helps. Which JG you. had a pretty good idea there, and and I think just helping him along with that. I mean, I, I think that yeah, mm-hmm. I think it really input well, just, just from putting experience. yourself in someone's process, right? Like, okay, I see what you're saying, and I here's where I feel like I add value. They add value, and then you work together, and you make something hopefully right. that people yeah, want to watch. And I don't know if that helped him or not, but I mean, I felt I like it, it was like, <laughs> well, here, like you tell me your story, like your plan, your of what your vision is. I'm seeing it. Like, you know how it is as an yeah, editor. Yeah. It's like, okay, you're telling me I'm seeing the shots that I'm, I'm needing to get. And it's like, okay, all right, let's do this. Let's change this to, to something more manageable with what we have to work with, like yeah. today. I mean, like the construction shots and stuff like that. That he was. So it's like we, we adapted that and moved it into to woodworking, what to what we had. Yeah. So I, I feel like that, that does help. Yeah. yeah. So it was stepping out of my comfort zone of like, yeah, give me a camera. Let me run it, and I'll, you know, hit, get all the shots we need, and mm. we'll be done, and – Briar can stay until three o'clock in the morning. We'll edit it, but uh, but yeah, I think it really helped. Yeah, yeah, good. And for me, I, I needed the camera time. I still need the camera time because yeah. I'm just not on the back end very yeah. often. Unless, Sometimes you just got to make yourself and that's what jump head first in and do it. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of things I hate doing too, or I, not that I hate doing, but I don't do enough of. That's Did it. I, I don't. I don't. Hate, I, don't I don't hate filming. Well, it's, it's that essentially I just like a, don't take the time. Well, it's like a muscle. Sometimes you just gotta you gotta exercise that muscle to get it there. You know, you gotta right. and, and you put something out long enough, and you gotta pick it back up. You know, it's like anything else. Yep. Well, guys, that was fun. It was fun. Appreciate Appreciate that was awesome. Thanks, Thanks for, for your coming. Yeah. Yeah. Ice archery, redneck ten. Boys will hook you up. <laughs> I need you. Call, call hey, us. We I, got need, I need both of you. And I'm gonna give you a countdown so you can do it in unison. I want. I need both of you to be like, we are. Yeah, boys. <laughs> <laughs> but just, wait, wait, wait. Just before that, if you do call the shop, ask for Aaron. Do not ask for, <laughs> do not ask for Travis or Brian. <laughs> yeah. Just Aaron, if you're li- I know you're listening. Yes. Sorry, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, but uh, there's the bus we just threw you on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you want We're Your Boys? Yeah. All right, I'll give you a countdown. It's what are we doing again? We're your boys. We're your it's going to be three, two, one, and then go, right? I've learned this. We're rock, paper, your scissors. boys. Yeah. Your boys. We are your boys. Kind of like are I am okay. McLovin. Kind of the same okay. vibe. Kind of the right. same vibe. Okay. Three, two, one. We, we are your boys. boys. There we go. That's it. That's the end. <laughs> All right. Peace. All right. Peace. Peace. Out, guys. <laughs>